1: Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi there. Today we are going to radiate peace with Nikki Crawford of Your Peaceful Space. Nikki practices here in Kansas City, but you also can work with people around the world yes, right yes. through the magic of the internet yes it's wonderful so i'm really excited to be talking about how um our clutter our thoughts um the different things that we hang on to in our life can influence how we feel how we act and what we radiate mm. welcome nikki it's so nice to have you here thank you thank you <laughs> so how did you get into your peaceful space well, it, it was uh, several things, but I
0: think yeah. the, the tipping point for me was about 10 years ago. I had um, just finished my Ph.D. at KU in special education, and my daughter was also getting ready to go away to college. Okay. And mm-hmm. my uh, then-husband and I had um, created a particular kind of life, the kind of life where you buy the biggest house you can afford mm-hmm. and the nicest cars. Mm-hmm. and as much stuff as you possibly can to fill the house.
1: Knowing you now, I find that so hard to imagine. It it was a different life. Yeah. Sure.
0: And um, as I finished my degree and got to start doing some traveling and working around the country and really enjoying that but still feeling this sense of um, there was something missing. Oh, yeah. And then when my daughter got ready to go to college, I had a full-on midlife crisis. Really? And looked around one day and thought, what am I doing? Yeah. What have I created? Like, this is not the life, this isn't the life I want anymore.
1: Yeah, and what did you have to show for it, really? Stuff.
0: Stuff. I had a lot of stuff to show for it. Sure. Yes. And so I talked um, my husband into downsizing, and we gave away probably 85% of our belongings. Really? We sold the big house yeah. and moved into a condo on the plaza that was 715 square feet.
1: Oh my goodness, that's the equivalent of a tiny house.
0: Yes, and I may have, you know, overshot it a little with my um, enthusiasm. <laughs> the to pendulum let, swung the other way. It did, yes. And, um, but what it did was it freed up so much time. Of course. So much energy. And quite a bit of money, too, because oh, absolutely. I was no longer spending every Sunday night at Target, right? just, just seeing what was new. And um, I also talked him into getting a storage unit, because there were certain things, you know, that I just couldn't give yeah. away, but they wouldn't fit into our new place. And it was about a year after we moved in and we went back to face the storage unit that it, it, everything really clicked for me. Really? We were standing there trying to remember what was in the unit. And we, yeah. all we could remember was the Christmas tree. That was the only thing in there that we could even remember. Wow. So that was sort of the, I thought, what, you know, this is a, this is a crazy thing that this I've done. This is crazy. Yes, yes. And so all that extra time and energy that I had on my hands really allowed me to get clear about... What I no longer wanted in my life. And yeah. sometimes I think, in order to kind of find what's next for yourself, you have to let go of what you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a lot of the stuff. The stuff,
1: yes. Yeah. How did it feel when you started to lose your grip of the stuff? How did that feel? How did that transform you? Well, at first, it was terrifying. Of
0: course. <laughs> but as we did it, and really, it seemed like as we practiced Letting go, it got to be easier and easier. Right. And, um, you know, there was a lot of wondering about why we had accumulated all of those things. Right. So, um, and we actually ended up getting divorced. And yeah. I think, in part, when we got to the smaller space without all of the things around us, mm-hmm. we were really faced with our relationship. Mm hmm. And so while I work with clients to declutter their physical things, you know, most people don't get divorced and it's not necessary, of course, (laughs) but that's what worked for us. And I really believe it was the letting go of the things not serving us, getting into a Mm -hmm. space, um, even though it was a smaller living quarters, it was a much more spacious life.
1: Yes, absolutely. You got rid of much more than just stuff. You really Mm -hmm. went through and weeded out your relationship. Yes. Wow. Was yes. that a big revelation to you? It was. It was. I knew
0: that we weren't in sync. Right. Right? But I didn't understand the depth of it. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. We had a lot
1: of other things that were distracting us from
0: paying attention to that.
1: Absolutely. Right? I wonder almost if you were filling that void or trying to avoid looking at it by just filling up with stuff i i'm
0: sure you're right
1: yes you know distractions are the way many of us
0: get through difficult things
1: oh absolutely either eating
0: or shopping or Mm -hmm. surfing the internet or yeah completely overwhelmed with social media it's a distracting is a
1: is something good to notice it is good to know about yourself absolutely Mm -hmm. So, how did you move from having these realizations about yourself and your own life to actually reaching out and wanting to help others with that? Well, as I was, I had worked at the university for a long time
0: and um, some of the projects that we were working on were, were very interesting and very intense and as I was moving through those it got to be pretty clear to me that I wanted to create something of my own. Yeah. And that it felt like it was the right time in my life to do that. Mm-hmm. And when I was playing around with that idea, one of my um, one of the things that's always been really easy for me is helping people get organized and let go of stuff. Oh wow! I grew up in um, a very um, full house. <laughs> my mother is an artist and um, calls herself a collector of potentially useful things, and so. <laughs> From a very young age, I helped her get organized. And yeah. we talked to her about letting go of some vases or boxes or books or whatever. Yeah. And so I, as an adult, was a friend that you would call if you were getting ready to move or needed to get the basement in order because I loved doing that. I yeah. loved doing that.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yeah. So I thought,
0: well, I can make a business out of that. You right. Know? I had just spent the last 30 years Coaching people to change their behavior in my work in education and before in um, the field of disabilities mm-hmm. And so I knew how to do that. I knew how to support people how to coach people and how to help them change their behavior And I right. thought oh, this is you know, it just it came together So perfectly and so now when I'm coaching people it's is very comfortable when I'm giving workshops Or yeah. I'm speaking. It's very comfortable It's something. I've done for years the the content is slightly mm-hmm. different Right, but with approaches. The approach is the same. Good teaching mm-hmm. is good teaching.
1: Yeah, right. It is. And I was wondering so. how you had taken. I knew you were had um, this degree in special ed. and I mm-hmm. thought, how does that parlay into into this? But that makes perfect sense. Yes, this seemed to be pretty um, a natural segue for you.
0: It was. It's mm-hmm. certainly not one I could have seen coming. Of course
1: not. No, right? right. How could you do? But yeah. that's that's what came out of it that's what I've created from it oh my gosh how long have you been in business with your peaceful space a little over three years now oh good for you so what are some of the growth pains or the hiccups along the way did you encounter anything like that yes 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 Yes. Yes. any small business owner is going to encounter that
0: yes well I I felt pretty confident from the beginning about my coaching skills and even went and got a coaching certification with um, Gay and Kathleen Hendricks
1: Wonderful.
0: Amazing people. And so that helped bolster me even more in that. Mm-hmm. But I knew nothing about business. Right. Absolutely. I had always worked for a nonprofit or at a university. So mm-hmm. I had no idea about marketing or what it really takes to get yourself out there and the um, almost the mind frame that it takes to be comfortable to step out and say, hey, I've got something that can help you. And not to be shy Absolutely. about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so it's, mm-hmm. it's been a, it's been an interesting three years. It's been um, sometimes it felt hard and impossible, and other times it just felt like a pure joy. Right. So um, I can see looking back that the times when it felt hard, it was just because I didn't know what mm-hmm. I was doing, and that you know, and holding that a little bit lighter has been helpful in the last year or so. That it's okay that I. I can learn new things. I can learn new technology.
1: Absolutely. You know? Right. So. Mm-hmm. And so what do you love about what you do?
0: Oh, I love helping people get clear.
1: Yeah. Helping people get clear. Now, it seems like the last time I spoke with you, um, you talked about how your business had kind of shifted in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did your business shift in a
0: way? Well, I've... I'm still doing one-on-one coaching, right. which I really enjoy. And right. um, in fact, I just had a call with someone before I came here, and it was a beautiful, um, it was a beautiful interaction because we talked about her, her fearful thinking and how that looks like it can stop her from things. Yeah. So you know, when you work individually with mm-hmm. people, you can go deep. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm also adding more to my business now, and kind of looking at it a little more seriously, is speaking. And I've done a lot of workshops around town in the last three years, and I love being able to speak to a group of people because I can reach more people. Absolutely, right. And I'm now a regular on FOX4 on the second Thursday in their Therapy Thursday session. So I know when I'm speaking there, I'm reaching thousands of people, and that's, that's the most fun. The more people I can reach and, I don't know, inspire or kind of point out that if you're feeling stuck, there's a way to get clear. There's a way to see your way through whatever situation you're
1: in. Oh, absolutely. It's just one thought at a time, one belief at a time. Mm-hmm. You had um, been talking to me a bit about beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where have you where have you evolved to in your thought about beliefs or your belief about beliefs? My belief about beliefs, right. yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so I've been um, focusing on that in getting my own coaching over the last few years and really... Understanding in a deep way that we can choose what we believe yeah. in our thoughts. Yeah. So we have thousands of thoughts that come through our heads every day. Yeah,
1: somebody said 40,000 yes. or so yes. thoughts Yes, I've a seen day.
0: fifty to 70,000 yeah. as, okay. a, as a number. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if you can imagine that your thoughts are coming on a conveyor belt, mm-hmm. right? Because they come all the time they don't see right right? they really don't there's always thoughts and that we can actually choose which of those thoughts we want to engage with i love that so what my client and i were just talking about was she has these old thoughts very self-critical thoughts about how she can't complete things and there must be something wrong with her and she's you know a failure in some way right and we were talking about how familiar those thoughts are to her right those are old thoughts Right. She's heard, seen these thoughts for years and years and years. Right. And that she can actually, when she sees those thoughts come through her mind on that conveyor belt, notice and acknowledge them, and then just let them go by and wait for a new thought. Yeah. And she can choose which ones she wants to pick up and spend time with. So you can actually decide which thoughts you want to engage with right you can't change your thinking i don't think but you can
1: choose the ones that you pay attention to exactly and just turn toward a better feeling thought a better feeling thought a better feeling thought yes yes yeah somehow i'm just envisioning lucy ricardo with the chocolates (laughs) (laughs) and choosing the ones that you want to engage with
0: right right because more come yeah and you get to choose based on which ones are more helpful absolutely yeah right. the world you're not going to fall apart if you ignore those old thoughts those Mm-mm. fearful thoughts
1: right 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 which somehow i it's think just we believe thought. we believe that don't we mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. a thought and we can choose better feeling thoughts
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh i love that mm-hmm. image and so do you still work with people on their clutter or you just have you moved toward this kind of thought clutter
0: it's Well, they're very related, as you might imagine. I can
1: imagine.
0: Yes, and so it really depends on the door that they come through to me, right? Yeah. So it can be physical clutter in their homes. Sure. It can be relationship
1: clutter. Sure. It can be their calendar is crazy. Oh, my gosh. I am recognizing myself in all of this, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just that sense of
0: overwhelm. So yeah. the word overwhelm. That descriptor is is the word I hear the most from people. Sure. I'm overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know
1: where to start. Right. Right. And what does this clutter and this overwhelm do to people? Well, depending on the person,
0: um, in particular for women, they did some research at UCLA, and they were talking about physical clutter. Yeah. But when women think about their physical clutter, they can release cortisol. Oh, and I don't know of any research about emotional clutter or other life clutter, right. but physical clutter, we know women can release cortisol and they don't have to be in the clutter. They just have to think about it and Absolutely. have it in their minds. And so, you know, cortisol is a stress hormone that's perfect mm-hmm. if you need to fight or run, you know, it's the fight or flight thing, but if you're chronically releasing it in your body, it suppresses your immune system, mm-hmm. it's highly correlated with weight gain and depression hard on your major organs so it's um you know if you're living in a very cluttered situation and you feel you have a a feeling of um dis-ease mm-hmm. or uneasiness when you're in
1: it then you could be releasing cortisol sure oh that makes sense well and it's oh my gosh there's digital clutter hmm. you know there's emotional clutter there's belief clutter i would imagine mm-hmm. just sorting out the thoughts mm-hmm. um I can imagine this would stretch into many areas of life. Do you find that there's a lot of overlap? Someone might have physical clutter but then have all these other types as well? Yes, yes. And so
0: it really, um, that's a good question. It really comes, the best place to begin is with the, your thinking. Sure. Because our thoughts, believing, you know, choosing which thoughts to believe, you know, our thoughts then prompt our behavior. Yes. Right. Right. So if we are thinking that um, these items are too precious to give away because we spent so much money on them, mm-hmm. if that's the thought we're believing, then we have a really hard time letting go of it, those items, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. if we can change our perspective and h- consider some different thoughts about these items, then that makes people feel like they're freer and we're able to take that stuff to let go.
1: hmm now, what about sentimental and emotional stuff that people I am so bad about that. I hang on to pictures and photographs mm-hmm. and all kinds of memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Now, what about mm-hmm. that? Well, thats it's only a problem if it feels like a problem,
0: mm-hmm. right? Right. So if you're not tripping over boxes of photos or feeling overwhelmed by the number mm-hmm. of things you have, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having those things.
1: Right. Okay.
0: If you're at a point where you would like to maybe sort out some things and let go of some,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's a couple of things. One is recognizing that um, if that item was given to you by, say, your grandmother, that you're not going to forget her even if you let go of her dining room table and chairs.
1: Love that.
0: So. Right. The only reason that item has been, we kind of assign our connection with a person to the physical item.
1: We do. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, the love that you feel for your grandmother is not contained in that dining room set. Right. Right? It's contained in your heart and your soul and your mind. Absolutely. But I think we get confused because when we see the dining room table, we think of our grandmother, right? So it prompts That's a memory. Right. So if you could have something out that you see every day that was hers and you get that same
1: the you know same that same
0: bump of, yeah mm-hmm. that same bump of sweetness and remembering mm-hmm. her that's just as good as having 12 boxes of her her things you know just having a few it out mm-hmm. because what you really want is that feeling of connection and love
1: absolutely oh i love that that's great so i think people Um, Even my young daughter, she's almost 12, and she kind of is very sentimental about things Mm -hmm. and likes to hold on to them and hold on to that memory. But I love that way of dissociating. You've got, it's Mm -hmm. really inside, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, what do you find happens with people when you help them let go of things, help them declutter, help them change their thinking? What happens? Well, they always. have more clarity about what it is they're wanting to do next. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know what? I almost wanted to call this segment Radiate Clarity. It could be. It could be. (laughs) But then I think Radiate Peace is perfect. So, okay, so they they get more clarity in their life. Is there anything else that happens with them? I think that uh, people often feel braver also. You know, that seems unexpected to me. Mm -hmm. Was that a surprise to you? It was, yes. There's There's a
0: confidence and a bravery that
1: comes with facing what you're afraid of and moving through it. I wonder if some of it has to do with your hiding behind these things. Mm -hmm. And then when you take that away, you have to step out. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think so. And when you do step out,
0: you see that you're fine. Right. Right? I mean, your innate well-being is not touched by giving things away. Right you're not giving you away.
1: Right. But it sort of uncovers more of you, I think. It uncovers more of you. I love that. Yeah. It makes me think of Dumbo and his fl- and his feather. Mm-hmm. You know, Dumbo had that feather and if he thought if he held on to it, he would fly and that was this a thing that he held on to. Mm-hmm. And when he let go of that, he found that no it was already already within him. Mhm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if that would, is kind of what happens to people. I think so, yes. And also, of course, a
0: sense of freedom.
1: Yeah. People have
0: this sense of freedom that they don't need these
1: things to help them feel whole. When you think about just in physical clutter, you have to get a bigger house to hold it. Mm -hmm. You have to work more hours to afford the house, Mm -hmm. maybe rent a storage unit. So it takes a lot of maintenance and upkeep to hold Mm -hmm. on to everything. Mm -hmm. And you're pretty soon just spending a lot of time just maintaining an area for all of these things that you collect or take in right yeah it's a lifestyle like what you were just talking about Mm-hmm.
0: yes i spoke with a um a cancer support group last night at shawnee mission mm-hmm. and one of the women was sharing that as she was going through her cancer treatment she was home a lot and noticing all of the clutter in their house mm-hmm. and that when she got to feeling better she and her husband really Downsized in a drastic way letting go of things and she said she really you know it was that shift in perspective of facing a a life you know altering illness right that helped her see what was more important Mm -hmm. and she said she's very she really is discriminating about what she brings into the house now absolutely
1: and so I think you know that's clarity right there's clarity absolutely gaining perspective of what's important Mm mm-hmm now, what success stories do you think you've had? Mm. I always love to ask people about that.
0: Yes, yes. Well, um, a woman that I'm working with right now is, um, we're not dealing with physical clutter, but she has some things in her life that she's feeling cluttered about. Yeah. And one of them was a relationship, and um, she referred to him as a deadbeat boyfriend, and he's, <sighs> he's been moved on down the road now. And um, she's also in a job that she really, really dislikes and she's actively looking for work. And so for her, a lot of it was around conversations about her believing her fearful thinking.
1: Sure, absolutely.
0: you know, he was okay, this gentleman was okay, you know, so that's why she was hanging on to him. I'm not sure that's quite the right way to put it, but that's why she stayed in the relationship with him. You know, the job she has, it's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's coming to a place in her life where she doesn't want to settle for okay, right? She wants to create an interesting, enlivening life. Oh, I love that. And so by clearing away her thinking, right. her fearful, negative thinking, well, not believing it anymore. It's still there, but mm-hmm. she doesn't have to believe it. She can move forward and know she's going to be okay. Yeah. She's, you know, that innate well-being is intact mm-hmm. without the man and without that job. So. That's a beautiful wine. I love that.
1: Oh, that is beautiful. beautiful. Well, it, you know, just because we have these thoughts means doesn't mean we have to believe them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can choose to believe whatever we want to. Mm-hmm. Although that feels incredibly freeing for her. Mm-hmm. And feeling like she can really create what she wants.
0: Right, because,
1: you know, we are creating our
0: lives mm-hmm. by every choice we make. It's whether or not we're conscious of what we're doing. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Whether we're intentional about it mm-hmm. and putting that intention into it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think, maybe correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong, but maybe sometimes people just get so clouded by all this clutter
0: mm-hmm. they can't
1: really see what that, clu- that, you know, they can't see what's most important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I love that. Um, so what do you think is, is coming up next for you? What do you think the next evolution of your practice might be? Well, I think
0: I really want to continue to try to reach more people. Good. And um, just having bigger groups, bigger audiences. Um, I really want to become a thought leader in this area of getting clarity. You know, and what can you do now? You know, our lives are oh so
1: short.
0: They are. Right? Absolutely. And we can, do, we can do anything we want. We can do anything we want. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel that way often. And, no. Um, you know, I have levels of fearful thinking that I pay, still pay attention to, of course. Right. But the, the more I can open and let go of that and feel confident about my, you know, my, um, my soul, mm-hmm. my, you know, that's, my that's access right. to wisdom that everyone has. Absolutely. Innate well-being, the more I see that, that I'm risking nothing Mm-hmm. There's nothing oh, at risk here. So I can... Wonderful. I can be as big as I can dream to be. You know, I, can, I yeah. can do... I can say I want to be a thought leader in this field
1: of clarity and not apologize for it. hmm Right. That is fully my experience of you, is yeah. that you completely embrace that, and you mm-hmm. are that. Thank you. You know? Um, you have a pretty big platform on the news every Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. That's a great reach. Are you seeing any other big projects? Maybe a book or a blog or anything like that? Well, I have a
0: blog on my website. Um, I've been playing with the idea of a book and um, I think that I am more drawn toward speaking rather than writing even though i've done a lot of writing i've published books in my earlier career but i really feel drawn to stand up in front of people and be an example um Mm -hmm. radiate peace Um, you know and so i'm actually starting something friday i have a um i'm working with channel five and 1 800 got junk. Yes. Yes. And we oh my are, they're going to film me coaching a woman who lives in Olathe. And we're going to do the first half of the segment Friday. Oh. And I'm going to take her through this coaching process. So she is at a transition point in her life where yeah. she is moving into a new career and letting go of some health issues that she's had. So she sees that the clutter in her house. It feels like her clutter is stopping her from moving forward. Right. Right. So they're going to film me engaging with her in the coaching process. She'll have some homework and some follow-up to do to sort through some of her things. And then the next half of the segment will be filmed in about a month. And one 800 got junk will come in and take her stuff away for her.
1: That is so exciting. It is exciting,
0: yes. And so I hope to be able to use that clip to pitch a television idea or a radio that show. would be wonderful. So we'll see what happens with that, but it is very exciting. Oh, um, my gosh. And she's so brave to have a camera yeah. crew come into her home. I asked lots of people, and not everybody <laughs> I can feels imagine. comfortable, right? So I'm really appreciating her for... You know, talking about fear, oh, right? yes. Stepping out there, and so um, we'll see what
1: happens. And there's accountability there. Oh, my goodness. Major accountability, yes. You're very fortunate to find somebody who'd be that brave. That I don't know that I'd be able to do that. Yes. Yeah, really. that is really exciting. So what do you hope will come out of that? Well, uh, there's a friend of a friend in L.A., and I'm going to pitch it to
0: her, and um, we'll see, maybe something locally. But I would I would love to, you know, just get some more airtime to help people see that they can create what they want in their lives. And they absolutely can. If they feel like there's stuff in the way that there's there's a way through it, there's a way around it, they don't... Our beliefs can't actually... You know, they. my fear is not at my door stopping me from leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Right? But sometimes yeah. it looks that way. Right. And so to really put... fearful thinking in its place Mm -hmm. and let our deeper and wiser selves run the show wow what do you
1: think is where do you think this holding on to negative thoughts and negative beliefs these things that hold us back where does that come from
0: I think that, and this is something I've learned from a a psychologist named Rick Hansen, Mm -hmm. and he is, he writes a lot, his latest book is called Resiliency, and he studies a lot of um, brain, neuro- Brain plasticity. Right. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I am. I am. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I have learned a lot from him, and we're actually going um, to study with him in a couple of weeks in California. Fantastic. And so he says that we have a um, negativity bias, that because we have evolved from from beings who uh, kept themselves safe, you know, on Mm -hmm. the Serengeti, right? Right. So they really had to look for danger. Mm-hmm. and look for negative or potentially harmful things to happen, right? right? They could also look for food and good things, but the consequences of missing the, the danger right. were great. Like yes. They would die if they missed those if cues, the cues, right? Yes, absolutely. And so our brains are still wired with a negativity bias. So we are still looking for the danger. We are yeah. still looking for the bad stuff. Interesting. That is fascinating. And so he talks about how we can actually work with our thinking
1: mm-hmm. and shift
0: our brains to notice more of the
1: positive. Yes.
0: And so it's not about positive thinking, but it's about acknowledging that in any situation that you don't like, mm-hmm. There are very likely some things about the situation that are okay also. Right, right? there have to be. Right, so the glass isn't half empty or half full, it's actually both. Mm Mm-hmm, exactly. And so the more we can notice what we're enjoying about a situation or what's pleasant about it, the more likely we are to notice those things Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Right. And so there's a way to train your brain to see that stuff. But that's not something that everybody knows or everybody practices or, you know, many of us don't even realize that we don't have to believe our own thinking. You know, mm-hmm. we just. We don't have to believe that. So it's a, it's, it's a very new thing, I mm-hmm. think, and we're learning so much about it just based on brain imaging. So they can see areas of the brain that are lighting up when you're having particular thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so it's really. It's so exciting, it's just, it's all coming, to. it feels like it's all coming together right now. I mean, I think it's been coming together for a long
1: time, but... Well, and yet this is what so many other thought leaders are talking about, how our thoughts create our reality, mm-hmm. and we've been hearing this message for decades, mm-hmm. the Celestine Prophecy, The Secret, very many different uh, leaders and writers, Unity and the New Thought mm-hmm. Movement, mm-hmm. all comes from this, and now I feel like science is catching up with it. Yes, I've, that's absolutely true. And proving what we know innately Mm -hmm. and that is really exciting for me that's my sweet spot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that nexus and that is really exciting I'm so glad that you get to have that opportunity to study this Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'm really eager to find out what the implications are for all of us i feel like this is going to be important Mm -hmm. i feel like it's going to be huge i do too i -hmm. do too and i think it's um
0: you know when as I'm coming to understand more about how our brains function, yeah, it really helps me loosen up on my own self-judgments. Yes. Right? Oh, I shouldn't be so negative. I shouldn't be so critical. I mm-hmm. shouldn't... Well, that's how my brain's designed. And that's okay.
1: And I can make a choice. And you can make a choice. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have those thousands and thousands of thoughts going through our head every day. So, um, you know, we can always... Direct it to where we want it to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my meditation classes, I talk about just letting the thought go by, mm-hmm. Just let it go by. However, it looks best to do that. Conveyor belt. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. And just pick out the things that really resonate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So amazing. in your meditation classes, so you're really helping people see that there's a gap between their thoughts and their actions, mm-hmm. right? or even their thoughts and their judgments about themselves. Absolutely. So that's beautiful. Meditation is such a great
1: tool for that, isn't it's it? It's a great tool. Absolutely. We get to really look at what the brain is doing. You know and I tell people? You can't stop your heart from beating. Mm-hmm. You can't stop your lungs from breathing. Mm-hmm. And you can't stop your mind from thinking. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we can disengage. We can learn to slow our heartbeat. If it's racing, mm-hmm. we can learn to slow our breath. Mm-hmm. If we're out of breath, we can learn to slow our thoughts right. and be more deliberate and intentional with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I love about um, this podcast, what I love about just meeting all the people like you, Mm -hmm. is that we're really all doing very similar work. Mm -hmm. We're just looking at it from different angles. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love what you're doing to help people get that clarity and that peace. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like it. And, you know, everybody needs... We're all holding on to something. Yes. Whether it's physical, digital... Or even thought Mm -hmm. we all hold on to something Mm -hmm. what do you find is the hardest thing for people to let go of Mm.
0: I think I think it's really um their own critical Mm -hmm. believing their own critical voice yeah I think that's
1: the hardest thing oh that is hard it's hard for me yeah. I know. It's hard for me, too. Yeah. You know, we're our own worst critic. hmm I've heard some people say that the negative voice inside your head is the voice of your mother. hmm You know? And I think for many people that's true. hmm But, you know, think how ingrained that is. Right. Right. Oh, that must be hard. hmm And so... How do you feel like you help somebody connect with that and to let go of that negative voice? Like, what would you tell them to have peace about this negative voice that's going on in their heads? Well, I would come back to the conveyor belt um, and not give that voice
0: any more credibility than any other voice. Right. Right? I mean, it, it's, it's there in some way to keep us safe in a sort of ill-advised way, very right?
1: primitive and primal way. Right,
0: right. But it's, it really doesn't keep us
1: safe. And yeah. it keeps us small and um, contracted. Well, when you're small and contracted, you're not out there visible to everyone who could be a predator. Right. Right? right. So it is a self-preservation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so
0: knowing that you're safe and you're okay is helpful. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But but just seeing it as another thought on the conveyor belt, that you get to choose whether or not you pick mm-hmm. up again. If If it's not giving you new information... Right. Then you you don't have to keep listening. It'sn't there's nothing new there. There's nothing. there's no insight there. Yeah. It's the same old thing. And that's great, thanks, and move along. I'm gonna wait for something else to come that's more helpful. <laughs> right? It's yeah. okay. You know, I think I heard Liz Gilbert, the author, talk about it in this way and I love it. She talks about it being in the car. Like, this to. voice uh-huh. can be in the car with you. I think she oh, was kind yeah. of using the metaphor of it being a little girl.
1: Oh, interesting. At this okay. this uh-huh. voice can be in the
0: car, but she can't drive. Like, don't let her drive, you know. That's great. She can be in the back seat. It's okay. She's been there forever with you. She's always going to be there, but she doesn't get to drive anymore.
1: No. So oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So we can
0: let our, our deeper wisdom drive. You know, Absolutely. Our more conscious awareness.
1: Yeah, our more conscious awareness being the one that's in control. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. Now, if people are wanting to con- to connect with you, how would they connect with you? Well, they can come to my website, then which is
0: yourpeacefulspace.com. Good. Okay. And I'm also on Facebook under Your Peaceful Space and on LinkedIn. And... um I just love to talk to people about whatever it is they're facing that feels like too much, that makes them feel overwhelmed and um, stuck.
1: Yeah. and well, Yeah, I love how you start with the physical stuff. Because that's kind of an easy way. Mm-hmm. That's an easy in. Everybody's got that. Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly safe thing to talk about. When we talk, start to talk about our beliefs, it's like, those are my thoughts. That's yes. my Stuff. That's m- much more personal than, you know, the physical stuff.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But to j- gently ease into it. Mm-hmm. And you're so easy to talk to. And you're so gentle and peaceful and mm-hmm. centered and all these things. Now that's Thank I can you. imagine you'd be very effective at what you do. Well, I really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I
0: don't even have to bring up the internal stuff because yeah. it comes out. Sure right i mean there's a there there's a reason people are hanging on to things and it's felt difficult for them so as yeah. soon as we start moving things around or moving th- they start moving things out of the house all of this other stuff comes to the surface and they can see they can see it
1: and experience it and then we can talk about it oh also. i love that so oh, that's great yeah. well i'll put all of your contact information in the show notes if there's any other resources that you have, might have for people, I would love to have that so um, I can post that as well. Okay. And um, it has been so enlightening to talk to you, Nikki. Oh. I really enjoy it very, very much. I've very enjoyed, very much enjoyed this. So thank you so much. And perhaps we'll have you on again. Would you be open to that? Oh, I would love to. Oh, I yes. would love that too. I would love that too. Yes. And for, thank you for having me. This is oh, yeah. a, a
0: wonderful thing you're doing. I appreciate appreciate
1: the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. It's all about helping people radiate what they want to radiate in our lives. Yes. That's beautiful. Of how we want to show up. hmm Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. All right, baby. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at RadiateWellnessCommunity.com.